When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Is this thing on? Hello? That's right. Hi, guys. I'm back. It's your girl, Devin Simone. Look, all right, I've been busy wedding planning, got a lot to do, but they called in the big guns today, and I am excited to be here on the podcast with you. This is MTV's official challenge podcast, World Championship. We're talking about the World Championship now. You guys, so much has happened. So much is going on. Can I just a couple, just a couple re- recaps, really? Like, first of all, did y'all catch TJ in that suit a couple episodes ago? Teach, I'm so proud. Didn't he look good, guys? Like, yes, TJ. I mean, I was confused about what shoes he was wearing in the sand, but I love the look. It came together, living for it. Also, wow, I didn't expect like tensions to heat up the way that they are. Kelly Ann, it just has turned everything on its head kind of living for that a little bit like I really kind of am like that just shows you got to be mindful the people that are the underdogs in the beginning you never know where they're going to end up in this game then Danny Mr. Danny talked for two episodes all season during Challenge USA and now Danny is just like coming after it coming after people I don't know what's gotten into our sweet and loving Danny is it because he hasn't mentioned Kiki as much this season, I don't know, it could be a thing, but the, the like super soft-spoken, really sweet Danny, I feel like we're seeing a very different side, a very different side. And I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. And look, I know that's controversial. Some people love because they're the newbies, newbies-ish, right? Coming in, shaking up things that the vets or the legends do, which is usually target sort of the less experienced people. But I think this game is different, right? Because they're paired together. So it's not just a straight like vets versus newbies thing. It's everybody's intermingled. So if he's taking shots at certain vets, he's still potentially taking shots at his own team in a way or his own alliance in in his own way. Um, And I don't, I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't always agree with Nanners, but when Nanner said, Hey, look, if I were to walk into survivor or one of the other shows, I'd probably sit back for a second and just kind of like, look and see how things go and I feel like Danny and Sarah are pushing so hard to prove that no one can be the boss of them that I don't know I just feel like it may come back and bite them in the end now look I know this episode things went according to plan at least for for Danny uh in a way and uh, they got a big team out but I just still feel like he's being extra loud and he just so so we're going to move into it. And I know that they've been doing like king of the episode and queen of the episode, but you know me. All right. I like to I like to just stick with what we had. So we're going to do uh, gold star and timeout. And so this week's gold star, an honorable mention goes to the cockroaches who made an appearance. Shout out to the cockroaches. I love this inclusivity that we're doing that made an appearance when they were in the tunnel. Um, and another honorable mention goes to bananas hiding out in the closet that was actually hilarious um but i think that the gold star of the week is going to go to yes and emily the way yes just spouted out those numbers like it was nothing like i love yes because he's sort of laid back in certain ways but just if you've seen him on other seasons you know he's just full of surprises and can really just come at you in a great way so I I really um respect yes and love his gameplay and then my time out of the week and I know I have seen the reddit threads and I know some of you are not going to be a fan of this but hey I just keep it real my time out of the week is going to go to it's it's an honorable mention goes to Sarah 
The win is going to go to Danny. I don't love the whining, right? Like, I just don't love the whining. And he's been doing some whining the past few episodes. And any time, in my opinion, that you have to tell someone you're a grown man, mm, well, maybe your actions aren't showing it. I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. I'm just putting it out there. And look, I love, and we were talking strictly about the gameplay because I, I very much like Danny. And I wasn't a fan of Sarah and Chang Jose, but then she came on the podcast and I actually very much a fan of Sarah as well. And I like her more this season. I, I do like how she's trying to play in a lot of ways, but I just feel like they're pushing so, so, so hard and not listening to anyone else. And it doesn't mean they have to agree with the vets or the legends or whomever, but when you listen a little bit, it can actually be more advantageous to you. And I feel like they're pushing so hard to prove a point. And it's just a little bit irksome. Just a smidge, just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit smidge irksome. But overall, this was a really great episode. Really interesting. Loved the to see the uh, elimination. It actually looked like a fun elimination. I don't know if you guys do this when watching, but... I feel like I always go, okay, is that a challenge daily or is that an elimination I'd want to do? Like, yes or no. And the daily this week is one I would actually want to do. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that. And the elimination is one that I would have wanted to do. I feel basically anything that doesn't involve endurance. All right, I'm in for it. If it involves endurance, not a fan. Um, so yeah, look like a lot of fun. We are going to get into it. And we have our girl Justine on. Can we just call her like, I don't know. She's just so, to me, she's so glamorous. She's so She's just stunning. She's just naturally like very pretty and beautiful and smart. And I love the way she's approached her partnership with Bananas, like so much to like about her. And so I'm excited to have her on this week's episode so we can find out what's going on behind the scenes, how these relationships are really developing, the shade when no one told Bananas and Justine about the sun. You know what I'm talking about? You caught that. How would you feel if the whole house didn't tell you that they could see the one mistake you made if they like didn't give you a heads up? but they were cheering for the other people. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into all of that. You know it's going to be a really good episode. Don't worry, my girls are coming back. Shout out to Day and Tori and Anissa, all of them. It's all love. But excited to hang out with you guys today and hold it down. So grab a snack, do the thing, don't turn the podcast off, and uh, come right back because you're not going to want to miss this episode. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, we have arguably one of the most stunning challengers to ever play the game. I'm so glad that we get to talk to her today. 
the fabulous Justine Indiba. Hi, Justine. Hi. Oh, my God. You really, that was an intro right there. Hyped me up. <laughs> yeah, it's true, girl. It's true. Look, ever since your debut on Challenge USA, I was like, wow, she's glistening and glowing, dipping it and doing it such just that alone that alone um a fan of it but even more so seeing you kind of come into your own this season of the challenge can you tell us how was being on the challenge you know this version of the challenge different than when you did your first season of challenge usa um i will say this was a lot more challenging um it was scary this was probably one of the things i was like most nervous for being on the challenge like i've always wanted to be on the challenge like i really love mm -hmm. it i love competing um but i've always been nervous about competing with legends and of course they bring they bring legends in this season um in world <laughs> i'm just like y'all really out here trying to scare me um but yeah so that would be the biggest difference for me is like that intimidating factor of having to compete with people who've done this for so long you know what do you feel like would was the most like before you met the legends right or before you showed up and they were there what do you think in your mind was the biggest fear about working with them or competing against them was it just their experience was it you know their size um well I mean obviously their experience but also it's their relationships you know like they've been able mm -hmm. to like if if you're a challenge fan like you watch them and you see how strong their relationships are every time they bring in new rookies and stuff they always just mm -hmm. dominate and take almost every rookie out every season so it's like those relationships were also a big fear um aside from also their experience it's just an intimidating like well-rounded like group <laughs> yeah and you know it's interesting you bring that up because we're going to dive right into it so do you think that same intimidation that you initially felt when it came to potentially competing against or working with the legends was the same and or similar to intimidation that maybe Danny and Sarah were feeling? Basically, I'm just trying to get down to the bottom of them losing their minds a little bit, you know, in, in the episodes leading up to this and a little bit in this episode around you know, f pushing back so hard against Tori and bananas and all of that stuff. Like, did you have any conversations with them about that? Do you feel like they were just kind of scared? Like, what what do you make of that? Um, here's the thing. Danny and Sarah are champions themselves and they're, they've seen so many seasons. So like, they just didn't want to go into it and have what's been like the recurring theme of legends versus rookies happen but what made mm -hmm. it so difficult with our season is that we're partnered with them so it's like you can't right. do one thing unless like you can't not agree on something so i think with danny and sarah they just wanted to preserve our squad our usa squad for as long as possible and so their target that meant getting rid of the stronger legends from the other countries which would be the west the jordan so they weren't necessarily trying to like cause rifts between everybody it just so happened that mm -hmm. the the team usa legends that didn't agree um with them it, it just like we were constantly butting heads because of that so <laughs> and where did you stand amid, amidst all that? and by the way this is the safe space podcast i mean that's not the safe space, space. but basically you could like you, you could just tell it out how it is and you and how you feel and it doesn't mean any of us are right. It's just our opinions and perspective. But yeah. where did you sit within that? Because it seemed like you got along well with, you know, bananas. We saw Bustine come to be, <laughs> which is hilarious, by the Ate way. That. Cannot. That. Cannot. <laughs> cannot. Okay, wait. What was the other one, though? It was Jananas, right? Jananas or yeah. Bustine. Both of them are brilliant. Like, really, both <laughs> of them probably are merch worthy. But um, where did you stand between your buddies from Challenge USA and the vets that it seems like you've built friendships with. And then obviously you're with a partner who has some of the strongest relationships in the house because he's been doing right. it for since 1912. Right. <laughs> so I guess like my position with all of that was I was team Sarah and Danny. Like those were my ride or dies. Like we went in there like we're mm -hmm. going to help each other get to the final. We're going to do whatever it takes. So we were very close. And I agreed with most of what they were saying like I also mm -hmm. was like Jordan has to go like he's very very strong um we have numbers on other sides like we've also been putting in work as MVPs like we've been putting in work with relationships so it's like y'all can also trust our relationships but the legends were just very much like it's hard to trust relationships y'all have just created versus relationships we've had for years which yes it is fair but also it's like this is a completely different 
game. And for me personally, I agree that first and foremost, Jordan and Wes had to go. And I knew yeah. like picking a partner, my top three people were Jordan, Wes, uh-huh. and Banana. What are the people you wanted to pick as teammates? As a, yes, as saying? a teammate. Yeah, as a partner. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So whoever I didn't get, knowing that they're that strong, I'm like, all right, if you are not mm. on our team or alliance in some kind of way, like you got to go because mm-hmm. I know how strong you mm-hmm. are. So I guess mm-hmm. my position was I was, I, I was, I know I agree with Danny and Sarah, but also it made it very, very difficult because my partner was Bananas. And it's like, yes, they're my alliance, but Bananas is my number one. Like he's the person. But that didn't I ha- you feel like with that? And I'm sorry, I don't mean to no, step on you, your toes. But didn't you feel like because you just said, OK, so I picked and I agree with you, at least for two of those top three sh- strong ones you said you wanted. I'm not going to say which two of the three, but I agree with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, shout out to the redhead. Um, so I, I, you know, you said, OK, like if they're not um, if they're not my partner, then, you know, because they're that strong, then I'm going to be mindful of them and need to get them out. Which totally makes sense. Or, you know, then you said or they're not on my alliance, but. Didn't you feel that uh, Bananas and Jordan, like that Jordan and Bananas up into a point? Because obviously once you get closer to the final, it becomes a free-for-all. You know, we know that. But didn't you feel like having Jordan on was still potentially like a, an ally for you on the legend side? You know what I mean? Like, did you feel like that team would have been a threat for you otherwise? Um, I feel like, okay, we maybe could have worked together, but it's also so hard to trust their relationships sometimes because you've seen people who are very close stab each other in the back. So it's like, even in the game, I had a hard time figuring out where even bananas and West stood. It's like one week I thought they were working together and like they have girl, the whole back. world and then the, the whole next, world has been 20 years trying to figure out that. I'm, I'm literally like, what is going on? And I'm like, I'm your partner. Like fill me in. Are y'all good? Or are you not like, do I have to worry or are we good? You know? So yeah. it's like, yeah, there was literally no telling. And he even would be like, I got to be honest with you. I'm not even sure myself. Like, it was just That's like fair. That. That's fair. So, yeah. So it's just like and then with with Jordan, it's almost the same thing. It's like you just don't know. And my thing is, is, yeah, we could be good with them. We could help each other get to the end. But it's like I also do not want to run a final and compete with. Jordan. Oh, of course. So that's what that's course. what I'm looking forward to. You know, I'm also like, yeah, I know if bananas and I get there like we want the best shot at winning and. Getting Jordan mm-hmm. out would be the best way to do that. So yeah, yeah, that's that's totally fair. I think just as a viewer um, watching it, you know, there is a, there is a fine line because right, it gets tiring seeing sort of like the legends versus the rookies or whatever else all the time. And it, I do love that there was this twist where you guys were, um, you know, sort of paired together. Uh, yeah, like you know, intermingled, so you couldn't divide. There was not a clear divide because you right. you guys are working with each other. But I also think there was something to be said about Nana's point of, hey, look, if I came on Big Brother, if I came on Survivor, if I came on Amazing Race, I would sit back for a second at least and really look at the big picture and kind of learn. And it Mm -hmm. felt like Danny and Sarah were gunning so hard to prove that they can't be told what to do, that they were missing some bigger picture pieces a little bit. I don't know. That's just how it came across as a viewer. But it was interesting seeing you kind of like you know, be the neutral-ish party in the middle. And then we saw in watching the episode, they showed you and Bananas in the American Eagle and the flag behind. Maybe that was like the official logo of Bustine or Jananas. <laughs> but um, it, was very, it was so funny showing you guys kind of as the neutral party. Um, okay, now take us to the daily challenge. So you arrive when you first just see like this hole in the ground uh, and these poles with chains, what are your initial thoughts? Um, I'm like, listen, as long as every time I pull up to a challenge, I'm like, as long as it's not heights and as long as it's not water, I'm good. I said, bring on mm. whatever it is. But you, you know? killed so it I in that like, water challenge the other day, Justine. Can we, girl, I mean, girl, girl uh, you listen, killed I, it. Thank you. After USA, um, like I have always known how to swim, but it's just, I'm not strong in the water. So after USA, I said, I gotta, I was doing laps trying to like, just Mm-hmm. do everything I can I'm taking notes from Emily before going on my mm-hmm. heat or whatever. right right so I was just she, like she looked like a <laughs> gliding yeah she looked amazing it was I was mesmerized I've really? never been more mesmerized watching like, someone was... swim than I was right. watching it Emily was swim amazing. last week um but yeah no I just was happy that it wasn't that because even though I you know I've gotten better at swimming I just still hate the water like I will never me and you will never get along <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah, you guys aren't friends. Well, you you looked amazing doing it, just let me just say. And you looked skilled, and the way you cleared that bar, like, I mean, I would have thought, look, if if Emily hadn't gone after you, I would have thought, that's borderline Olympic Um, level. And then Emily went, and, you know, like, her stroke, I'm not going to lie, like, just, you know, uh, we see why she holds the gold. Uh, But you did a really excellent job with that. So you show up to this daily, though. You're like, all right, good. It's not heights. It's not swimming. Then how do you feel when you find out that, the legends are just going to be kicking back and you guys, the MVPs are going to be doing the majority of the work. Listen, that was the part that had me shook. I said, I walked in here comfortable and you said this and I'm like, all right, hold on, wait a minute. Um, It definitely made me Mm -hmm. nervous just because like, it's nice to rely on your partner, like rely on each other. And like you, you kind of, your nerves aren't as, you know, crazy when you're both competing and you're both participating. So when it's on you and then it's like, Literally all the pressure is on you. So I just was like, I hope I don't shit the bed or anything because literally if we lose or end up in elimination somehow, it is literally your fault. Like all you had to do was, right, right. you know, not get in last. So right, right. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure. We saw some of the teams like we saw. It was actually a nice moment of seeing Danny, even though they were second guessing each other the whole time. Um seeing Danny and Ben work together in that tunnel, Mm -hmm. right? And just be like, look, we're going to help each other out. Even the cockroaches had commentary on it, apparently, (laughs) according to the subtitles that were shown in the episode. (laughs) Um, But did you decide to work with your competitor too? Or was it like every, like what was kind of your strategy going into this tunnel? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, right before the challenge, everybody everybody started to figure like, okay, whoever I'm partnered with going in there, it's like, do we want to work together or, or not? And I think everybody just kind of realized if we do, it betters our chances of not getting less. And um, I was, I was going with Kiki and I, uh, I had a pretty decent relationship with Kiki and Mm -hmm. Darrell. So I was like, okay, this is good. Even though they're Mm -hmm. Australia, I know that we can work together. So I wasn't nervous at all. We're going in with Kiki. Um, I knew Mm -hmm. that we would do well if we helped each other. And how did you guys approach it? Like, what was the strategy going in? So was it like each of you cover a side? Were you guys looking for specific flags? Like, pretend we, the listeners, are I'm I'm Kiki, and we're, you're telling me how we're going to do this when we go down there. <laughs> um, so we're in there. We're just, we're both looking. Like, we're both, you know, on opposite sides, shining the light, um, counting together, mm-hmm. making sure, like, none are missed. So, like, we're really doing such a good job. Mm-hmm communicating in there if flags are missed we let each other know like we just we killed it in there together (laughs) that's amazing and so it was just counting the number of flags of each country and then putting that number up on the board and then doing the math to solve the puzzle yeah (laughs) did each person have a different like you know when you got to your actual boards because we saw where like yes for example was yelling out answers to math problems right mm-hmm. um did each team have a slightly different board though like even though you guys had the same number of flags were the answers different or was it a thing where like you could just listen to somebody else's answer and get it right yeah no the answers were different so you were doing your own math equations after you got the numbers yeah okay so each board like each team's board has something right. different mm-hmm. thing okay Gotcha. And were you confident in your math skills going into that? Or, you know, were you like, <laughs> dang, I should have paid more attention? Like, you know. I mean, listen, I was um I was a finance major and every time I say that, oh, like, well, okay, Justine. Well, damn. All right, now you drop that piece in here. You know what? I can't with you. I can't with you. You're like, well, you know, I was feeling so unconfident. It was okay. Well, I was a finance major. Girl, bye. All right, cool. So you had all A's in math class and then majored in it. (laughs) I mean, listen, I I was doing my best. Um, I mean, we also had calculators. Girl, I'm like, I haven't done a math equation and I couldn't even tell you how long. So, I mean, I was still nervous for sure, but I was like, I know that I'm competent enough to be able to solve this, you know, as long as you just stay calm. And, um, so Kiki did finish before me and I had a point where I had a few, like I had like my first check was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, I just need to breathe. Like, girl, you know, math, yeah. like just stay calm. And, right. and, you know, I recalculated it, whatever, and got it right. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you'll get to it, but I think that that was Kaz's downfall. She really like panicked. Once she mm. yeah, yeah. Do you think it's that she just, it wasn't a strong suit for her? Do you think it was the pressure that got to Kaz that like made her kind of freak out. I 100% think the pressure got to her because like you could tell she, she was getting so flustered. She started to just like shake, like she was nervous. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was for sure the pressure because I think if she was able to stay calm, she probably could have figured it out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And how was it overall partnering with Bananas? Like, you know, strategically, smart move, picking him. Did you have any concerns going in into what that partnership or, or any reservations of what it might be like? Girl, absolutely. It's literally Bananas. So, <laughs> I mean, the pros of picking him, I'm like, he is a seven-time champion. Um, right. He, you know, like, I know we'd be good. He has relationships with a lot of people, but then there's also the downside of, some of those relationships you know so but I I felt Mm -hmm. confident enough that like I would be good because most of the relationships that he had in there were positive and um Mm -hmm. my other concern was I'm like you know he is he'd be out here every season like he's known you know he's always it felt like Mm -hmm. watching him felt like he was doing a lot and I'm very much like a laid back and I was like okay this will be great because it'll we'll balance each other out I'm like you know, not the most outspoken. I just want to take note. I want to mm-hmm. learn from y'all. So I'm like, this will be good. We'll balance each other out. And um, he did a really good job this season of just laying low, um, not causing too many rifts at all. Like we were literally just like skating by, like we showed up, competed, made sure we didn't come in last, stayed in the, stay out of, out of the house drama. So I was like, and I mm-hmm. literally for a point was like, we are going to kill it if we just keep doing this. Like, let's just stick beside this. Yeah. The final comes and we just kill it. So, OK, this is getting good. We need to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. And we'll be right back after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. By the way, before I forget this, because you mentioned there was top three, right? You said Bananas, Jordan, and Wes. Mm-hmm. Who was your first choice partner? Like, <laughs> if you got to pick first. Not me outing. Face face That's a big key. Um, so Jordan was my first pick, but I'll tell you why. Um, obviously, I know okay. that he's a really good competitor, but I also... Mm-hmm. got to meet him before this season so like we hung out like once okay. so I already felt comfortable that we wouldn't necessarily have to start from scratch and build that like relationship mm. we kind of already had something with Wes and Bananas it's something that I would have to develop not knowing their their personalities in person so um that's mm-hmm. really why Jordan was my first pick okay gotcha and then <laughs> obviously Bananas was second pick and then there's well yeah, Wes. Um, I'm just kidding. I love Wes. He's hilarious, but he that man just talks so much on episodes. Just that so is much. somebody I said, um, y'all got beef. 
you no, know, not at all. Like I do, I haven't seen Wes in person in a long time, but when I did, he was so he's we're both from Kansas City and he's a total like sweetheart. Um, but he just Wes comes in like I don't know if you recall a few episodes ago when they show him talking to like individual MVPs and he's like, Yeah, because I'm brilliant in business and yeah, I do da 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 and yeah, I'm like that is just Wes, like <laughs> Wes just lets it all hang out in terms that is... of any thought he's thinking, any yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. I found him so likable. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, I like Wes. No, no, no. I like Wes. Don't get me wrong. I actually think Wes is entertaining and hilarious. I just think from a realistic strategy standpoint, mm -hmm. he does this every single time where he does like, he? He it's the opposite of what you said you wanted your gameplay to be, right? Where you said, look, I'm thinking if we could sit back in the cut, right? And just like mm -hmm. watch and observe and play a good game, we can make it far. Wes will never. Wes has never. <laughs> sat back in the cut and just chilled and watched it. Oh Wes God. is forever, like watch the playback. Wes is forever in the, which his mouth, I think gets him in trouble. But I think Wes is, uh, he's a fun person. Like I like <laughs> Wes as a personality, I think he's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So how you mentioned earlier too, that when I asked you about kind of Danny and Sarah's approach to things, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, I've had, we've had Danny and Sarah both on the podcast. I actually came to really like Sarah on the podcast. I did not like her yeah. on your Challenge USA season, but I really liked her on the podcast. And we've had Danny and Kiki on the podcast. Oh, both period. Love Kiki. Uh, yes, Kiki, shut it down. Um, uh, but on this season, I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a different side, not so much of Sarah, but definitely of Danny. Mm -hmm. um, and you said, though, that you, you kind of agreed with their gameplay, but you didn't really mention how, where you stood with Ben. So what, at this point in the game, what are your views on Ben? Because it seems Danny and Sarah don't trust him at all or like him. What are your thoughts? Girl, I felt like I was literally just trying to play, <laughs> like, peacemaker with everybody. Because, mm -hmm. so before going into this season, me, Sarah, Ben, um, and Danny had a group chat um, Sarah, Sarah, Danny, and I already had a group chat. Once we found out Ben was going to be there, we were like, all right, like me and Danny are looking at each other. Like, listen, as long as these two <laughs> not have drama and Sarah's like, she's like, listen, I'm here to help each other, like get as far as possible. So right. willing to put all the right. drama in the past. Ben says the same thing. Sarah mentions they had a great conversation before going in. So I'm like, bet we in here, like, we're good. Like we're about to be so right. solid. As soon as we get in there, we start to notice like, Ben not being part of our talks that much. He's hanging out a lot with like the mm. legends and just like other people, which obviously is part of the game, but it started to be like, okay, but he's doing that more than he is with us. So it's like, should we be worried? Yeah. Um, and then there was a point where I just, I can't even remember what happened. Uh, I think, I think this was after we like got voted in. I really just had to sit with Ben and be like, listen, like, what's going on? Like, where I thought we were all mm -hmm. good. Like, why? Like, what's the drama? He sits there and starts bringing up things from like Survivor, things from Team U, like what? from from USA. I literally had to sit there yeah. and be like, Ben, these are all things you guys have already talked about and already like resolved. Right. Like, this is a different game. We came in here solid, forgetting about all of that. And I'm like, if your issue is past stuff and nothing that you and Sarah have gone through in this game, it's like, what are you mm -hmm. been, like, what's happening right now? You know? So right. I don't know. Just Ben's paranoia will always be a thing. I don't know if he just has that whole thing with Sarah will just never go away for him, no matter how many times they talk about it and resolve it. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but it's so frustrating for people who have to work with him. So um, as far as me and Ben, I got to a point where I'm like, I know I'm good with everybody, but you are just, I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. felt like he was kind of a ticking time bomb. Like you didn't know where he was yeah. going to be. Right. And point. then he also, and I just was like, okay, so where does that leave me and you? And he was like, well, you're just close with Sarah. And I'm like, oh, so I'm just catching heat by default? That's crazy. Right. I've never done anything to you. So that's wild. So yeah. that's how I felt. Yeah. Who would you say you were closest to in the house? Like who was your, your closest girl that maybe we didn't really get to see just in what we've seen so far? And then who was the guy that you were closest to? Oh, um, Danny and Sarah. My number one is Sarah. Like we, we, the, our, our relationship wasn't shown so much, but we were very, very mm -hmm. close. Um, we were okay. like 
Yeah. And then I would say Danny. I mean, I saw you there for the proposal when I think was it Emily proposed to Sarah with the fake ring and you were on the bed because they were making fun of Tori and Tori saying that she wasn't going to vote her ex-fiance in. And mm -hmm. I guess Sarah and Emily reenacted that so that they wouldn't have to vote each other in. And and then we see you lying on the bed right <laughs> underneath it all, just not saying anything. I'm just, just working on in. my Sudoku book, girl. I said, I'm here to brain mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's something else that, because we know a lot of things go on in this house, right? And there's only so much they can show just from a time perspective. Exactly. What were some other things, whether it be like alliances, friendships, hookups that were swirling about in the house that we haven't really seen? Um, no, not many hookups at all. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as like that juicy stuff, there's nothing really going on. But like as far as alliances, like when I tell you bananas and I felt so solid with everybody, like, you know, I had my relationships, he had his relationships. So it's like, it didn't, it didn't mm -hmm. matter which side we went. Like we just felt like good, you know, um, Kiki and Darrell too. Like I remember bananas was like, I have a very good relationship with Darrell. Like we're solid. Mm -hmm. Danny and Darrell had a good relationship. I had a good relationship with Darrell. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Great. so I said that's I said that's why there's gonna be a lot of blind sides in this episode. Right. At a certain point there's gonna be yeah, because yeah, it gets to a point you can't take everyone to the end. But I feel like, you know, at those who've played when you play the game or watched it or played it for a very long time, it's like you start to make I don't want to say tiers of alliances, but I think that sometimes is the vet strategy, right? Of or the legend strategy of let's not make super big moves just yet. It's like they acknowledge that their big moves are gonna be made, right? Because there's only one winner. There's only one winning mm -hmm. team. But sometimes you try to look out for there's like a, a ABC list, you know, guest list sort right. of if you want. And so yeah. it's like you're you're looking out for you slowly start to eat away with it, eat away at it rather than like just sporadically blowing things up. Speaking of sporadically blowing things up, let's talk about Kellyanne because mm. like so, ooh, wait, I heard that. Mm. Wait a minute, <laughs> pull it back. What, what was that mm, when I said, let's talk about Kellyanne? What are your thoughts about Kellyanne and her gameplay? I mean, I will give it to her. Kellyanne obviously was uh, brilliant this episode. Um, and I mean, I guess just like the season, she's she's fighting. She's doing all the things. Um, but to me, I'm just like, I not sh respectfully not sure I would ever want to do another season <laughs> with Kellyanne. Really? Why? Um, because here's the thing. She's just very, very unpredictable. Um, and so, and I mean, I know that like John A caught a lot of heat, but I also can understand where she was coming from. It's hard to align yourself with somebody who is just that unpredictable, you know, um, as a person, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I, I like her. She's, she's good people, but, um, just in a game sense. Yeah. <laughs> can you give an example of something she's, because from a viewer's perspective, you know, while you do see these, <laughs> and the, I do feel like they've really played up, that you do see these little moments of like kind of an evil smile or whatever, like, you know, you, and you kind of guess what's going on in her mind as she makes certain moves. But most of the things she said so far, in my humble opinion, have seemed relatively logical from the jump, at least in this season, right? So like she and John A were good friends. I understand that it's a game, but I certainly wouldn't expect my good friend to kind of like come at me in the beginning right we're talking about that abc tier list thing like i would expect that that might be a later on thing john a tells her yep we should be aligned then she gets sent in now she has it out she's pissed uh and she's like i'm gonna come for you like all those things seem fairly rational even if she does have a hint of you know smirk in her face so what are some things but i know there's so much we haven't seen so right shed some light on us justine what are some of the things in the house that you feel were kind of either you know, unpredictable that would make even you uh, uh, say, hey, you know what? I wouldn't necessarily want to do a season or be aligned with that in a, in a future season. Mm -hmm. um, here's the thing. Like, I feel like uh, what people don't see is that the people in power every single week, yes, they um, make the decision, but they always want to go with the House vote so that they piss as very little people off as possible. Mm -hmm. So with John Nash knew the whole House agreed upon uh tristan and kellyanne and so that's why it was even so over benji and jody 
why yes. why over Bingji and Jody? Like, what was her allegiance to? No, no shade to Bingji or and Jody, but like, what was the even from the house perspective to Janae's perspective? Why did they feel so strongly about one over the other? Because I think with um, Jody, she had started to create relationships um, with people who wanted mm. to work with her. So as far gotcha. and Kellyanne, I think, like I said, some people saw that she she could be a little bit unpredictable sometimes, very vocal when like that could be dangerous in a game where you kind of want to just sit back and not be necessarily right. in the drama. So when she would do things mm -hmm. like that, people were just like, oh, well, it's going to be hard to work with her. And so that's why it was pretty gotcha. much a majority like house vote. So that's why it was difficult for John A to be like, well, I want to protect my friend when. But if I do that, the whole house is going to be like, all right, well, now I'm, you know, going to be under the chopping block low key. But um, but also, yes, I do understand, like, you know, as somebody's friend, like, you know, I'm not like logically John A too. also she made her mistakes, whatever. But um, yeah, that's just <laughs> that's my opinion with the whole yeah. Kellyanne thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's yeah, it's been really interesting to watch and and kind of fun a little bit. We talk about mixing things up. I feel like this storyline is one that kind of mixes things up because she was on the back foot so much in the first few yeah. episodes. And now mm -hmm. to be in power and even when Tori came over, because this leads into you guys being sent in. But like, well, first of all, how did you feel when Tori did that sort of rousing United We Stand speech? And you guys are all sitting there like, what are you thinking? This is some BS. Are you thinking good? They're finally all getting along. Like, what are your thoughts in that moment when Team USA is sort of, um, you know, strategizing? Yeah, I mean, I had a big sigh of relief because like for me, I would just sit there and be like, everybody, please like calm down. Let's just figure out how to work together. Like I had no qualms with anybody. Mm -hmm. So when we were finally able to just get along and have a conversation, like I think we all understood like, OK, if if something is going to happen, it's probably going to be this week and we need to do everything that we can to avoid it being any of us. So I think we were we were all under mm -hmm. that understanding and were able to come together because of that. And I just was like, finally, like, I really was like, sigh of relief for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the first team said your name, when you're in deliberation, are you feeling like this must be an accident? Like what, what's your first thought <laughs> when you hear, uh, you know, Jananas being called? Yeah, that first time I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, Burnbo, we, you know, expected at some point. Like, mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. fine. We got the numbers. We're going to be good. Tori had her conversation. Like, I was not worried even mm -hmm. after hearing our name on that first one. But as it kept going, mm -hmm. I started. About the second like, one? I said, second, third. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, the way I felt, I was, I was completely blindsided sitting there. I was like, how did this happen? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Did Bananas feel that way too? Um, so to, after talk, after talking to him after delivery, I was like, did you know that was going to happen? He was like, um, no, he was like two minutes before we sat down at that table. I had a conversation with Tori asking how her conversation with Kellyanne went. And he was like, immediately, mm -hmm. I did not feel great. I felt uneasy. And he's like, I didn't want to scare you. But like seconds before walking down, I just did not feel confident. I was like, damn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kellyanne really wielded the power, man. She, she came in. She, I give her uh, props, I'm telling you. I was like, huh? How did this happen? How did we get here? Yes, she was a little mastermind for sure. Mm -hmm. Do When they did say your name and then it, when it was revealed that it would ultimately be you and Nana's and Theo and Sarah, did it click for you in that moment that it was definitely going to be you and Bananas because of Sarah's relationship with Emily or were you still holding out hope? Absolutely. And this is the thing that I just am, I still would like was trying to process and I didn't understand is that when it came down to Ben and Casey, I understand that Ben very much wanted it to be Sarah in there. Um, but by them not by them still not saying our name, which they didn't say our name because of Casey. I, I developed a friendship with Casey, so I was good with her. I was like, I knew Ben wasn't he didn't care regardless, but in burning a vote yeah. automatically sent us in. And I was like, it just, I don't know. Everybody knew that with, with Emily and Power, it was not going to be Sarah. So I was like, with this Sarah and Theo vote, it's automatically putting me and Bananas in. And the whole house knew that. Right. So that was, that yeah. was the frustrating part. And I just was like, so it was really for sure a target against uh, Bananas and I. And not even just USA, because it didn't matter if they if, if they wanted 
at USA, they should have done Ben and Casey and me and Bananas and made them choose, you know? Right, right. Um, Did anyone come up to you afterwards when your name was announced and try and cover themselves? Anyone who voted for you or anything? Like, did you learn some tea after the vote was kind um, of official? Yep, spill it, <laughs> spill it. Um, Not... I guess not necessarily just me, but like me and Bananas together. So there were a few people that we were very, very surprised about, which was Kiki and Darrell and mm-hmm. um, and for Bananas, low-key Kellyanne, because they had started to develop a, a friendship and like, but I do understand Kellyanne felt like regardless, she'd be at the bottom of that picking order. Um, but right. yep. But he was he was definitely surprised by that because he thought that, you know, they were still at least trying to work together with Kiki and Darrell. We had a relationship with them. And there was even points where Bananas was like, I will not say Darrell's name. Um, Yeah. And so when we said their name, we knew it wasn't going to be them. And that's why we were like, it won't it won't affect our relationship. But in them saying our name, we were like, oh, this hurts. And um, and then also with. Ben and Casey at that point me Sarah and Danny were like we are just done because yes we understand their mindset of like if we still made again it's going to be us but we didn't know it was going to be you like you know it's just you know we don't and I understand them not wanting to take that risk but it's like it's also taking a big shot at our whole team you know so it was just a lot (laughs) So many Do things. you think it would have been Casey and Ben realistically? Like if Emily were left to pick, did they have beef with Emily? I mean, like, no, what? that's the thing is I, I don't we I don't know who they would have chosen. But I think Sarah and Danny were close enough with um, Emily and yes, that they would have seen the bigger picture and throwing in Casey and Ben would have not been a good idea. And especially if Australia and USA yeah. were trying to work together. So I think they would have fought for them yeah. and and told them like I don't think even in a stalemate situation that it should be Casey and Ben and that that was the like mm-hmm. I just was like there was so many ways to avoid this and it just seemed like we were very much targeted and there was just no excuse for all the people that ended up blindsiding us you know I sound yeah. cold I yeah, sound maybe. bitter huh I sound hurt no but girl I don't <laughs> but I don't blame you and people say take emotions out girl I I do the same thing I'm mad for you and actually I'm more right. mad about this other piece that we're going to get to in a minute I don't I don't <laughs> blame you um it's also I why I low-key am like I understand Kellyanne being mad I mean I get why today yeah. and I love I think both of those women are wonderful, um, have done challenges mm-hmm. with both of, well, Kellyanne was on ours for about 2.5 seconds, but have, have been with both of those women in, you know, in a competition sense or whatever. They're both great, but I understand, I understand Johnny's gameplay, but I understand Kellyanne being mad because I'd be mad. I would be 100% mad too. Um, okay, so now yeah. we're going yeah. into elimination. How are you Mm -hmm. feeling knowing you guys are going up against Jordan and Kaz? Are you confident about it? Are you like, uh, let me make sure I've really packed everything nice and good because I'm probably going home. What are your thoughts? (laughs) I mean, it was it was 50 50 because they're obviously a strong team. Like I wouldn't we wouldn't be trying to get them out all season if we didn't think that they were, you know. Um, But as far as me and bananas, I was like, I know I have a great partner in USA. I was in elimination twice. So I feel like I'm good under pressure. I just, you know, Mm -hmm. I felt good. I think it was, I was like, it's going to be pretty evenly matched. And your finance major, I mean, you have a lot going for you. So you could do a lot. You can, you know, if there's math involved, like you got it. And bananas is very smart. I feel good about my skills. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I felt good. I felt good for sure. And so then when you saw what the actual challenge was, how did you feel about it? Did you still feel equally competent or were, was there anything that was an indicator to you that, oh, this might be harder than, you know, I anticipated? Yeah. So, I mean, I was happy to see what the elimination was. I mean, I was hoping it'd be something a little bit more with like endurance because I'm like, I got that in the bag. Like, I know I got a good partner um, because it came down to bananas and, and Jordan are probably evenly matched. So I was looking at me and Kaz's strengths, you know, I was like, I know my girl, she, she's not the greatest under pressure as we saw in the challenge. Uh-huh. Um, 
as far as endurance, I was like, I, I was training like seven miles a day. Like I was like, I got Jeez. that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when it came to seeing the barrels, I was like, okay, I'm not the strongest, you know, like that's not my strongest suit. Um, but once we started going in, I was like, oh, these aren't heavy. Like we got this, like we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I still felt pretty confident. <laughs> so then what was the hardest part of that um, elimination round? Was it just finding the details? Was it organizing them? Like what was the toughest? No, a hundred percent. It was, it was the detail because, um, even as we were going, like we were at least two, three barrels ahead of them the whole time. Mm -hmm. So we were like, we were good. It was just the details that was so difficult. Like all the, especially the Australian and the UK flags, they looked exactly the same. Like every arrow was Mm -hmm. the same. So it was definitely like we had to really. Not you shading their flag. Girl, no. Mm -hmm. I said, y'all look too like it's all the same. Just like their accents is all the same. We can't tell. Uh, (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we see you guys put everything up and we see you press the buzzer and TJ says that's wrong. Mm -hmm. What do you guys do immediately after? Do you go and take some down? Like what what's happening there? We are literally just standing there looking back and forth, back and forth, being like, which one is wrong? When I tell you, we stood there for a good like. 30 seconds to a minute and we could not figure out which one was wrong. Like we were, mm-hmm. and I, we had like at one point bananas were like, are you guys sure you didn't make a mistake? Like which one mm-hmm. is it? So we like, we literally could not figure it out, but I think we were paying attention so much to the, um, the UK, flags. to the flags, mm-hmm. to the UK and, and uh, Australia flags that we yeah. completely didn't even notice that it was, it was the Argent, like literally the most obvious one. <laughs> did you know there were two sun barrels? No, there. I no, I did not. Like, and I was, I was the one kind of our strategy. I was the one kind of looking for the pieces and bringing them over, and then bananas would put them up. And so mm-hmm. there was like afterwards, I was like, did I see a second sun before I had put that one over there? Mm-hmm. And I think in that moment, I was like, maybe I did see one. But um, yeah, it just it all happened so fast. And it was just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then when we see Kaz and Jordan run over to press the buzzer, we also see bananas and you like over there by the buzzer. What was up with that? Did you guys run back to press it again? Or what? Ha- what? Um, so after we were standing there for a little bit, like trying to figure out which one was wrong, they they had corrected one. They, you know, they had some time. And so then mm-hmm. we were like, OK let's just try to press the buzzer again because like maybe maybe they made the mistake because we literally could not figure out what was wrong so we were like all right let's just run and try to press it again and yeah so that's that's what that was (laughs) and about how long after you guys pressed it again Kaz and Jordan were announced the winner did the group say oh it was the sun like how soon like or how long did it take for them to tell you within seconds and that mm. was the most disheartening part because even after TJ blew the horn, we were like, what is it? Like, cause we were looking at TJ and the producers mm-hmm. being like, okay, like, did you guys make a mistake? Like which one is right. wrong? They didn't even tell us the entire, like everybody standing up there was like, it was the sun, it was the sun. And so that was when we realized, so y'all really stood there and knew which yeah. one was wrong and nobody said anything. Cause we still had plenty of time after we pressed the buzzer the first mm-hmm. time there was so much time for them to tell us this is what it was um, and we could have fixed it. So mm-hmm. that was sad. And Did I mean, you feel betrayed by Sarah in that moment or Danny, like some of your closest allies in the game? That's the part that I, I struggle with because I'm not sh- sure who all knew. Like, I know there's certain people that knew. Um, obviously, it seemed like Tori knew. So I'm wondering if, if Tori knew, if Danny knew. I, I, I don't know, but, and even just aside from Danny and Sarah, I'm like, really? Nobody up there wanted to tell us? Yeah. Like, out of yeah. everybody? Like, that's wild. Um, So, yeah, I mean, at that point, there was just nothing we could do, but I just, we felt pretty betrayed by, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. entire house. <laughs> yeah, because that was the fact that they, this turn on you guys were blindsided and being voted in, and then the fact that no one mm-hmm. gave you a tip-off. Right. Of what the thing was. Um, Yeah, it's pretty telling. When you go back into the challenge house, and I'm saying win because you're a fierce competitor. You are amazing at swimming, despite what you think. And you look fly all the time. I literally, part of the reason I watch is to watch you serve looks. um, And you're like, I am so proud. Like, I'm just like, yes, girl. Yes. Look at her just glowing all the time. Literally, yes. Um, So when you come back to challenges, is there something you learned from this one 
that you didn't learn from your first go round on Challenge USA that you would do differently moving forward? Mm-hmm. What would you do differently? Absolutely. I I learned so much, especially because I did learn um, a lot in USA for, you know, it being my first like competitive show. But then with this one, mm-hmm. playing with the legends, I learned even more. And I would say that I... Well, I would, I'm going to work at creating my own relationships because I felt like even though I was mm-hmm. doing that here, I relied so much on Banana's relationships that I didn't necessarily have my own where if I had done a better job at doing that, maybe it would have mm-hmm. been like, well, this is, you know, because I felt like a lot of people were <clears throat> targeting Bananas and not so much me I kind of just yes you know was yes you were the yeah yeah. right I was like basically the scapegoat you know what I mean I just was Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. no I felt like maybe if I had created strong relationships it would have made it harder for them to be like oh well Justina's not just somebody who's like okay I mean it sucks we like her it would have been like no I can't because I feel really good about her even as more than I eight bananas you know or like one banana yeah yeah um which is what I feel like even with Casey like I had developed a relationship with her that you know, ultimately they put me in, but like, they still wouldn't say my name. And I'm like, that's what I would want to create relationships with where it's like, it would make it hard for you to say my name. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I would, I think I would just, I would, that's what I would do. I'd rely less on other people's relationships and just try to create stronger ones um, with my own. Who do you still talk to off the sh- show? Um, like from that particular season, from the season? <laughs> I talked to Sarah, Danny, um, Casey and Tori a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Bananas I talk to a lot, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, and Kaz. I actually, Kaz and I are really good friends despite, uh, yeah, despite her taking us out like she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, but that's really sweet. That's cool. I feel like you guys would be a total power duo. If you have a group chat, I'm just going to make a suggestion, but mm-hmm. if you have a group chat with any of those people, you should just change the name. You have an iPhone. You should just change the name of the group chat to a sun emoji, like the sun with the face emoji. Just change it to that. Say nothing. Give no context. Just change it to that. And Girl, then the way I'm back triggered. To you, what happens. All right. I'm triggered by any sun emoji, anything to do with the sun. I said, I'm hurt. You're like, I want no more sunshine ever. Right, I want ever. No, no sun. Yeah, that's that is that is it's really tough. Um, but you played a, a, an amazing game, and again, it was it was so wonderful watching you do it. And look, the fact that you keep in touch with bananas, like he's a wealth of knowledge in this game, and so it's cool that sounds like you've already done a good job of forging relationships. And it'll be fun to watch you put the Justine spin on it as time <laughs> progresses, and you know that those relate relationships like strengthen um because you're definitely gonna win one like I can see Uh, that like totally you're you're gonna win one and I'm here for it and I know you're gonna look fabulous when you do cross (laughs) the finish line I'm gonna be like yes thank you so much um (laughs) it's true I'm probably the only one who watches the challenging judges fashions um but shout out to TJ wearing a suit a couple weeks ago he looked really great and TJ never he's come a long way from those rocker t-shirts but yeah Justine, you bring a little runway to the um, challenge, and I'm here for it. You do. I appreciate listen, it. Listen, I try. I said, listen, if I'm, I'm more than competing. Who wants to book me for something? Thank <laughs> something you, girl. Thank you, girl. You did what I could not. Also, I found when I was doing the challenge back in the day, I used to do makeup tutorial lessons with some of the girls in the house. The boys hated it because I would do it in the boys' room because um, <laughs> it was the biggest. But I found that it passed the time and it helped keep you out of drama. And it's, it's one of those things that help forge relationships with people because anytime right. you're giving value of any sort, and I don't mean the kind of value Wes gives when he gives his unsolicited advice. <laughs> I mean, like, value, like, hey, you want to learn this thing or blah, 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 or just listening to other people that people connect with that. Um, right. And it, when it's genuine and then that can help, you know, fortune. Yeah, for too. sure. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, okay. So we know that you don't win this season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Although you gave it a, a valiant try. Who are you now? Who are your top two teams that you're rooting for? Um, here's the thing. I want to, I like, obviously Danny's my guy. I hope he wins, but it's like right now after watching this episode and knowing that Tori helped the other team, I'm like, girl, I don't know that I want this for you. Um, just mm-hmm. a little bit of it, still love her. Um, I would say Sarah and Theo and, um, yeah, I don't know the rest of the house. Okay. 
Oop, she said they can all kick rocks. All right. right. <laughs> That's fair. She said they can all kick rocks, but I'm rooting for Sarah and Theo. All right. I respect yeah. it. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Justine, for joining the podcast today. It was such a pleasure. I hope you had fun. Thank um, you so much. I did. I had so much fun. Oh, good. We'll come back, girl, anytime. Um, and yeah, we can talk more tea and game and whatever. Uh, for those who want to keep in the know, of Justine or just see your fabulousness or book you for other things. Like you said, you're trying to get booked for other things. Where can they find you on Period. social media? Um, on all platforms, Justine Joy 312. I love it. What's the 312 stand for? That's my birthday, 312. Oh, get it girl. Oh, I love that. I just turned 30 a few weeks ago. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Welcome to the club. No girl. joke. <laughs> it's better over here I promise I was I was nervous about I when I was so. it really is life only gets my career has gotten better love life's gotten better everything's gotten better uh, like it's gotten my edges maybe not so much but everything else I'm <laughs> everything else has indeed gotten be bank accounts gotten better like everything so welcome to the club Shot. listen that's what I'm looking forward to that bank account and that relationship that's mm -hmm. literally I'm like please do better in my 30s. <laughs> yes, yes. It'll get better. I promise. Um, well, thank you again. Keep, Please keep in touch. Everybody go follow Justine. Um, I can say with fairly good confidence that this is a future challenge legend. So excited to have you as part of the family and can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song, of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals, your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You guys, ah, uh, just when I didn't think I could love her more. How did you like that? Did you learn some things? What a wonderful interview with the fabulous Justine. I know we're going to see her more challenges. We have to. I We have not gotten enough, and it seems like she's just growing more and more in this game. So it's going to be great. Make sure you go follow her on social. And hey, if you missed me, if you don't follow me, make sure you follow me on socials too. You can check me out um, at my website. It has all the links there. That's devinsimone.com, Devin with a Y, Simone with an I, or on Instagram, devinsimone.com, uh, Twitter, devinsimone.com, and TikTok, devinsimone, D-E-V-Y-N-S-I-M-O-N-E. On yeah, TikTok as well. Also, you can follow me on Amazon. It's Devin Simone's Gift Closet. So there's a link on my website, or you can just Google Devin Simone's Gift Closet, and it'll come up on Amazon. And I'll give you a shout out when we do our live streams. And so after you've done the follow, if you like this episode, I know you guys did. 
I know you had fun. We always have fun together. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, your family, your dog if they'll listen. Uh, tell anyone, even the stranger on the street. Hi, hello, have a wonderful day, and make sure you go rate and review this podcast. We appreciate you guys listening and joining in. We love you being a part of the Challenge fam. And then after you've done all that, have a fabulous week, and then don't forget to catch new episodes of the Challenge World Championship Wednesdays on Paramount+. Plus. You know it's going to be, we saw the teaser. Everybody looks like they're getting sick. Some stuff's really going down. So it's going to be fun. Make sure you catch that. And then once you watch that, we'll see you right back here for a brand new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. Your favorite listening experience. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.